Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. We got a full tank of gas. Hit it. You got more talent in one lug nut than a lot of cars has got in a whole bunch. You got a one-way ticket to the open road. This baby hits 88 miles per hour. You're going to see some serious shit. And it's that time to welcome our buddy Tom Blocker, longtime auto expert for us and 40-plus years in the business. I'm telling you, uh, we're, we're sort of emerging from the deep freeze that has encapsulated a lot of the country over the last week. By the end of this week, we'll be almost spring-like. But let's talk about where we were a week ago and then especially over the weekend, not just here in the south, but you places like Chicago and just really, really dangerously cold temperatures. If you own an EV vehicle right now and you're in one of those places, you got to be careful, Tom, because once the mercury goes below 40 degrees, that EV is not as dependable as the gas-powered car and the range in those vehicles begins to get compromised. It, it absolutely does, bro, and we've talked about that before, and now it's just kind of been brought into focus, you know, with this extreme cold, because the colder it gets, the worse that situation is. Uh, you know, an EV, can uh, the range can be affected by 30 to 40 percent, you know, in, in really cold weather. And the other side of that is that charging is also much less efficient. When these lithium-ion batteries are cold, they won't take the charge. It, it They're going to charge much, much slower. And some of these folks, if they just pull right up to the charger and they only drove, you know, a very short distance, uh, some of them wouldn't charge at all. You know, their batteries were so cold. The folks that had been driving around and got their batteries warmer, you know, from operating uh, had better luck, you know, with charging uh, if, if their batteries were kind of preconditioned. So these are some of the quirks of, of uh, owning a, an EV, and, and it's been cold enough here that I can guarantee you that it's affected the range of, uh, of, of electric vehicles. You know, the, the reality here is if, if you own an EV and you don't have an, a charger at home, you're really operating at a disadvantage. You know, you've really got to be uh, acutely aware of where the chargers are and what your state of charge is and all of that, you know, you've really got to be on top of all of that or you can get yourself in trouble. And I think that's what happened to a lot of these folks. It just kind of sneaked up on them. Now, so, uh, does this does this uh, affect hybrids the same way? Uh, not really, because the hybrid, you've got a you got a gas engine, so you're still going to run, you know, and it's going to charge the battery while you're driving. So, yes. Now, the, the, the plug-in hybrids, the folks that want to operate, if you're used to kind of driving to work, you know, driving your short distance, 15, 20 miles on your electric motor, uh, yeah, that's going to be affected somewhat. But, you know, you've got a gas engine that's just going to kick in, and so you're not – you're going to get there. You know, you're not going to have the same kind of problem. You're not going to be uh, uh, dying to get to a charger, right. you know, uh, with, with one of those. The – the electric vehicle operation on a hybrid is just kind of a bonus, you know. Yeah. Uh, but you've still got still got the gas engine, so it operates the same as a as an internal combustion engine would operate. The electric motor just enhances that. 
Well, and I know uh, our, our weather hasn't been as cold as, as Chicago. It seems like Chicago got, got hit exceptionally hard, at least oh. the number of reports that you heard about these EV owners and, and that area of the country. Well, it just kind of makes you thankful that, you know, we're living here. We're complaining about it being cold here. But, yeah, it's it's you know, it's pretty tolerable here yeah. <laughs> compared to a lot of parts of the world. And, you know, it's just like last week. I was watching that uh, that game out in Kansas City, and I used to travel to Kansas City, you know, with Hendrick. We had dealerships out there. And I've been out there when it was, you know, two degrees with a minus 15 wind chill or something. And it's, you know, and the wind's blowing. I mean, it's absolutely miserable. I mean, we had the, we had the back window blow out of a Suburban. I hit the rear window defroster. It was so cold, it shattered the rear window, you know, in in Kansas City. So, yeah, uh, there are a lot of parts of this world that they have very, very cold winters, and uh, certainly Chicago is one of them. Well, the uh, Super Bowl is now in the sights of of Las Vegas. They'll host that uh, in early February. But uh, I I know we have some leftover stuff from the uh, Consumer Electronics Show, which was in Vegas earlier this month, and uh, we didn't have time for uh, all the highlights last week. Yeah, and we talked briefly about it, but, uh, you know, several things that came up uh, at the Consumer Electronics Show that I think are going to be coming into focus more and more is, you know, the modern vehicle today can have, anywhere from a 1,000 to even 3,000 chips, you know, embedded in various components of the vehicle. And probably five or $600 of the value of the vehicles just in pure chips. And the chip suppliers are now advocating system-owned chips where multiple functions can be incorporated on a single chip to kind of reduce the complexity so you don't have so many different ones. So I think that'll get a lot of focus here in the in the future to kind of simplify the whole uh, the whole electronic control system. Now there are certain systems that are safety related, like uh, the, the system that controls your power steering, the uh, uh, automatic emergency braking, you know, analog braking systems, automatic emergency braking, anything that affects vehicle control. Those have to be redundant systems, so those will probably all have to be kept separately. Uh, because they can't fail. I mean, those have got to be redundant and they've got to be foolproof. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how that develops and if vehicle electronics might get simplified a little bit by combining more functions on a single chip. And also, Bo, there was a lot of work and a lot of displays on sensor technology, you know, different types of sensors that help like automatic emergency braking and all these uh, driver aids operate. And there were some radar system enhancement. There was a a neural propulsion system that say it's a 10 times improvement over regular radar systems that have been used. There's a Provisio 5D perception system that they say the antenna has the equivalent of 6,000 apertures in it. In other words, it can see in every direction at short distances, long distances, and all of that. So they're really working on improving and making radar sensitivity much, much finer uh, to make these onboard systems work more effectively. And uh, this year at Consumer Electronics, there was also an exhibition of failed ideas. So, you know, like when the DeLorean was first showed out there or the Fisker or the Faraday Future or the Lordstown Motors, all these were futuristic cars that had great potential, but they've not realized that potential. So uh, there was a lot of that that was uh, displayed in the exhibition of failed ideas. So you don't necessarily want to be in that 
But on the other hand, you know, ideas that fail uh, might have led to something that succeeded. So, you know, is it better to have an idea to fail than it is just to fail to try, you know, and not try something new? And that's part of what consumer electronics is all about. You miss 100% of the shots that you don't take, you know. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of like turning it around and saying, look, these are failed, but sometimes you have to fail to succeed, you know. Yeah, pardon me while I sip on my new Coke over here. There you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, good to talk to you, and we'll uh, circle back next week. Good talking to you both. Stay warm, and I guess the stay dry here in the next few days. Yeah, dry. Uh, warm's going to be uh, done by the end of the week, uh, but we're going to feel spring-like and wet again, so uh, we can't yep. decide what we are. That's right. That's right.